Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, I want to talk about a topic that actually came up twice this week with two women I was speaking with. They are in the process of building their own teams for their home renovation projects. One is doing a pool house and bathroom, and the other is about to take on a master bath, complete gut and redo. So somewhat similar projects, except one the one with the pool house is obviously a bit of a larger scope of work. And the interesting thing and why I wanted to talk about this was they are both running into similar problems. Now, they were both out of state and nowhere near each other. So I don't think it's a regional thing. But both of the women were talking to me about the people that they've been interviewing, the people that they've been looking into for the work. Now, in one case, it was a contractor, the general contractor, and the other case, it was a plumber. And both women were telling me you know, the process they've been going through, that they had gotten referrals, that they had, in, you know, I think one had three guys that she was talking to, one had four guys that she was talking to, and they were slowly and meticulously going through the list. They know that they know my process, that if you've seen on my website, there's a free download for the home. Home renovation workbook. And it takes you through the process that I go through myself when I'm building my own teams in, you know, somewhat of an order so that you get the right person for you at the right time. And I know you've probably heard me say that before, the right person for you. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because both of these women were struggling with that one part of it, the right person for them. So the woman in Florida, actually, that is doing a pool house with a with a bathroom and as well as a bathroom on the main in the main house, she was working through her list and had gotten two plumbers. And she was speaking with three different plumbers. And two of the plumbers basically told her the same thing. They, you know, were giving her the big, you know, scope of work discussions and going through this, the right steps. She had gotten referrals from them. She had talked to people that they had worked with. And most of it just seemed okay. And the third guy she had spoken to had come highly recommended, had done work for a neighbor of hers down the street. She said she knows the neighbors. They've lived there for a number of years. They're not close friends, but they know each other well enough. And she had talked about his project and he was thrilled with the work that had been done by this guy. And I said, okay, great. I said, then how are you going to decide between the three if they all seem equal in their pricing? And she had their estimates. And in fact, they all seemed about the same. So she said, I just don't know about this guy. The last guy I interviewed, she said, I know he came highly recommended. I've even seen the work that he did for my neighbor. She goes, there's just something about him. She goes, Renee, I can't tell you what it is. 
And I said, okay. And so we talked about it a little further. And she said, the first two guys went under their house and looked at the plumbing and looked at where all of the main hookups were and things like that. And this third guy wouldn't do it. She had told him that the other two had, and did he want to go and look? She eventually said, he, you know, Renee, he was just kind of, kind of arrogant about it and said, oh, I don't need to do that. And just sort of dismissed her. And she, you know, went with it and thought, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. And there was one or two other little things that he just sort of dismissed her on. And while his numbers all seemed to be the same, she just couldn't quite get a feel for it. And I'm listening to her telling me the stories about these other two and then this one guy. And at the end, she said, I just don't know what to do, Renee. And I said, oh, well, that's really simple. I said, you don't hire the third guy. And she said, well, how do you know that? How, how can you say that so quickly? And I said, well, obviously, he's dismissing you. On the very first day you've met, he isn't listening to you. He's not fully responding to your questions. He's not explaining why he is not fully responding to your questions. And you get a funny feeling from him. I said, there's the problem. You have two other guys that you have already told me you consider equal to this third, and you need to go with one of them. And she said, oh, but you know, my neighbor just says such great things about him. And I said, and that may very well be true for your neighbor. But when I tell people that they need to build the right team for them, this is what I mean. Just because your neighbor, who you like very much and you respect their opinion, had a great experience with someone, does not mean you will have that same experience with the same contractor. It might, but keep in mind, it might not. And that's okay. And there's no need. And I told this woman, there's no need to think about it more. Don't try to, you know, unearth the clues and take all this time and spend all this, you know, mental energy on the why. Just move on. You have two other plumbers in hand. You liked both of them. Their numbers were similar. Interview them one more time and then cut this third one loose. And it was funny, the minute I said that, it was almost like I gave her permission to cut this guy loose. And she was almost relieved. And I, she said, she goes, you know, I project manage for a living in my job. And she, I think she's in the pharmaceutical world. She goes, but I don't know why I'm having such a hard time project managing my own construction project. And I said, well, that's simple. It's because it's new to you. It's not a field in which you're comfortable in. You don't know the language. You don't know the sets. You don't know the steps that you're going to have to be taking. But the most important thing I want to get through to you listening to me is that this man, whoever it may be, will be in your home. She estimates six months for these two projects. Now, the pool house is obviously outside of her house, so she doesn't have to necessarily see the workers every day. But if she's, again, following the workbook, she's going to be setting up weekly meetings. There will be constant contact with this guy. But the secondary part of her project is in her home. She will be seeing this guy every time he comes in. And if you're uncomfortable or there's this weird, I don't know moment, it's only going to get worse. And that's where it needs to just stop, cut him loose. And if you don't have the other two guys like this woman did, that's when you ask for additional referrals. That's when you go into a broader search and go find additional contractors to talk to. 
And I know you're sitting there thinking, oh, Renee, maybe not. Maybe this guy would be fine. And you know what? He may very well be. But I have experienced way too many projects where the guy plays out exactly how he presented himself. And it gets uncomfortable and awkward. And in one or two situations, I've been a part of a project where they've had to be fired. And that is not a pleasant experience. One, you know, it's just not a part of a successful project. And that's what we want you all to be having. Success in every project that you take on. Now, the other woman I was speaking with this week had a very similar story. And and that's why I thought this was so pertinent to talk about this week, because I have a feeling there are more of these stories out there than I'm being told. And I want to basically give everyone the same permission. So this other woman spoke to a contractor. And in contrast to the other woman's project where the plumber basically dismissed her, this contractor was almost needy. He almost needed her to, to give him all of the answers, to give him you know, permission to, to run questions by her. And it was, she said it was a really weird conversation. And she said I, he, he came really highly recommended by two friends, and he didn't seem like he actually knew what he was doing. And I'm listening going, okay, did your friends actually finish their projects? Do their toilets flush? I mean, are things actually functioning in their homes? And she said, yeah, they just, they had great experiences. Now I can't explain what happened in that one conversation. So my advice to her was sort of twofold. One, she cuts him loose because one and done, if you get a funny feeling, whether it's, you know, kind of an arrogance like the first guy or kind of almost like a insecurity or, or ignorance from the other guy, who wants that, right? Who wants to pay for that to come into your life? The other I said is you could, if you for some reason feel like, you know, who knows, he was having a really bad day or he wasn't feeling well or something, you could always have him back for a second meeting. Now, her project, it has been pushed by her towards, you know, the later fall. So she has a little bit of time if she wants to double back and meet with this guy again. But in my professional opinion, cut him loose. You know, I mean, Time is money in my business, and and I weigh everything by the amount of time something's going to take. And I don't always mean dollars and cents in time. For me, time spent interviewing a contractor for my own project twice, that's time away from my family or time away from me doing something I want to enjoy, right? So it's not always dollars and cents, but it is valuable. So you have to give yourself permission to know what's best for you. And I promise you, women are really good at this. We just have that sixth sense about people and situations. And the problem is we tend to ignore it or we'll explain it away. Like this one woman, she said, well, he came highly recommended twice. You know, maybe I should invite him back over. And I said, that's entirely up to you. I can't tell you not to, but I'm going to encourage you to look for others. And she had a couple of other names to call, but was so flummoxed, I think, by this meeting that she needed the backup from me and and get an outsider's point of view. And so that goes back into what I'm always saying is hiring the best team for you. Now, who knows about her two friends that used this one contractor? 
maybe they have different personalities. And what this guy brought with his personality meshed beautifully with theirs. And that's likely the case. If these two projects were successful and they gave glowing referrals, chances are it's a personality issue and not necessarily a skills-based issue. But that doesn't matter. And I really want to get that across. Personalities are important on job sites. When I am put on teams that have been built before me and I am placed into a team, it's a quick scramble to figure out the personalities and how we're all going to mesh together. So that is your role, is how you're going to mesh all the personalities. Now, in these two scenarios, we were just talking about two individual guys. You need to keep this in mind. Once you hire the plumber, now you've got to hire an electrician. Now you've got to hire whoever you need, a flooring guy or a painter. You know, all of these people are going to be on the team together. Likely, if they know each other, it's not that well, or more likely than not, they don't know each other at all. So when you're interviewing all of these people, not only do you have to take your own personal gut in consideration, but you have to think, you know what, my plumber, he's pretty quiet. I have a feeling this electrician who seems really bombastic and an extrovert might overwhelm him. Do I think that's a problem? Yeah, probably one we can work with, but maybe the second electrician you have interviewed is more in keeping with your plumber. These are critical things that you need to sort of process through and keep in mind. And yes, I'm sure you're sitting there thinking this sounds a little overwhelming and it can be, but it's manageable. And knowing what you need to manage, I think is more than half the battle. So I really want to encourage you. I want to give you permission to not only listen to your gut, but to act on it. And now these women clearly were listening to their gut because they listened enough to reach out to me, right? Think about that. If they weren't going to listen to their gut, I probably wouldn't have heard the stories. So they were listening enough to their gut. And thankfully, they reached out to me because both of them followed up with me and said, we cut them loose, which was the right decision. Now, it wasn't the easy decision. And did it delay a little bit of their process? Of course it did. But that's okay. That's why you start far enough ahead with the process, knowing that it is a process. So to summarize, I hope these stories help illustrate the points that I'm constantly hammering home, that the right team for you truly means you, not your best friend, not your neighbor, not your two friends that you got referrals from, but really, truly you and your family and your project. Once you have that confidence of what will work for you, the right team for you will get built. So if this leaves you with more questions than answers, please feel free to reach out to me. I know this stuff gets complicated because most people don't think about personalities and gut feelings when they're starting construction projects. But I promise you, these are just as integral as their skill sets that they're going to bring because personalities are what you're going to deal with day in and day out. And if it's not a good fit in the beginning, it will only compound with time to likely a bad situation. And the worst thing that you can do is just, quote, suck it up and get through it because nobody wants that experience in their own home, let alone one they're paying for. 
So I hope this does help. You know how to reach me. If you are interested, please jump on my website and download the renovation workbook that takes you through all of the steps of researching and building your team. It really helps structure the process to give you the tools you need to build that right team for you. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media, and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone, as I assure you we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devignedesign.com. Thanks for listening and I hope to hear from you soon.